Well, look at us. <laughs> we're doing this now. We're supposed to start a podcast. <laughs> Matt, I'd like to bring something up while we start this episode. What's that? Did you mention to me that you were listening to Christmas music? Absolutely, I was. Are you kidding me? So, you know, as of recording this, it is Thursday, November 4th. Um, and he's listening yeah. to Christmas music. I don't have anything against it, but I'm sure a lot of people listening would. Um, I think listening to Christmas music the day of Halloween should be a thing. Um, now, that's a little that's a little too early because I like Halloween, too. So, you know, you got to embrace Halloween. And then once Halloween is over... All my direction gets put towards Christmas. And all of it. Now we got, oh my gosh, Thanksgiving. Oof. I love Thanksgiving. It, Thanksgiving, overrated, underrated? I don't think it's over or under. I think it's just right. I think it gets the right amount of critic. If somebody says it's overrated, they, they don't have a good... They don't have a good family to eat with. No. They need to find oh, like that. They need to find a random family that's no that knows how to cook. Mm-hmm. Like for I sure. Could, oh, I could go for some oh some stuffing, some nice turkey. Turkey overrated. I hate turkey. I would pick turkey last out of any out of anything I'd eat, in terms of like I don't eat meat. Like, I don't eat turkey sandwich Willingly, I don't eat turkey sandwiches. Nope. I like... Thanksgiving. Okay, so, mm-hmm. a, so a turkey can't be dry. I don't like the... like the. I think they consider it, like, the white meat or whatever, because that's, like, dry. I don't... I don't like... I don't like dry. Dude, hot topic? I do not like steak, either. I love steak, man. I, oh my. I hate steak. Steak that's medium rare? Mm-hmm. I hate steak. I've never had a good piece of steak. And then I tell people that. And then they're like, well, you've never, you know, you've never had me cook you a piece of steak or you've never been to this restaurant. And then I go to that restaurant or I have them cook me a piece of steak and it's just as bad as the other ones. I don't know. I just think, I think Thanksgiving, I honestly think Thanksgiving like puts me in the, like the festive mood. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's unique. It doesn't, like, I feel like Thanksgiving is just there, you know? What do you mean by just there? Well, because, like, okay. So Thanksgiving's sandwiched in between Halloween and Christmas, right? And so, like, leading up to Halloween, like, there's hype around Halloween, you know? Like, for a solid, like, month like disney's like disney xd is out here doing like monstober and stuff you know what i mean like there's there's talk before halloween right and then like there's hype around christmas abc does their 12 days of christmas i mean on campus the starbucks by campus has already set up their christmas decorations um they um they're already selling christmas christmas drinks yep you know what i mean so there's hype around christmas nobody really talks about Thanksgiving until like two days before Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
Um, I think the reason why I think of Thanksgiving um, so early is because that's when I actually get to, like, go visit, like, some other friends and family. So I guess that's why I think about it so much. Christmas, you, I mean, you think it'd be the opposite with, like, Christmas, but, like, no. Like, I don't, we really don't go see family on Christmas or anything. We usually see friends and family on Thanksgiving. Really? So that's where huh. come, that's where oh. I get excited for, but I, I guess I'm like a special one in the pack. But Thanksgiving's coming up. Um, it's been a very where we live. It's been a very 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 warm fall compared to uh, some other years. It's so warm. Homie, it was just 25 degrees the other day. That's warm. No, it's not. That is for so fall. warm. For fall, no. No, we usually don't get these temperatures until, like, late November. We it's usually get these really temperatures fall. in early October. I mean, I can see that. I guess it depends. I guess it also depends on the year. Yeah, I... I don't know. All I know is that I don't... I like the aspect of winter when it comes to Christmas, but I don't like uh, all the snow. For me, like, snow comes, like, my feelings towards snow comes in, like, waves. Like, first snowfall, I'm like, yes, dude. Because it's pretty and it's fresh and it's a change of pace. I'm like, yes, snow. And then snow's here for, like, three weeks. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Get, it is, it's so annoying. And then, like, we go through this weird phase where, like, the snow will die off for a little bit, and then we get heavy snow again, you know? Yeah. They hit us They hit us with the right hook and then the left hook. So then once they hit us with the left hook, I'm like, okay, I... cool, it's pretty again. But, like, really? We're back to here? I hate, absolutely hate when it keeps snow. Remember that year where we got, like, 30? No. <laughs> Were you here? I laugh because um, I know what year you're talking about, and that was the April before I moved. Yeah, so, like, our town got, like, a record amount of snow in, like, two days. It was, like, 35 inches of snow. It was pretty crazy. We were, like, out of school for, like, a whole week and a half, and, like, roads, we had, like, a snow emergency. Roads were closed down for, like, four days. Couldn't leave the house. I was I remember... stuck at Andrew's house. The um that next year we had a bunch of snow days. Yeah, dude, because it was we cold we, half the time. I know we used up so many snow days that we had to like reformat the end of the year to make up lost time. Yeah, we had to do that too. I think we got like three extra days, something like that. Yeah. But but Wisconsin, they try to like allow. Oh no, no, they didn't do that. They ended up extending our days like once a week by like ten minutes. So they could build oh, up yeah. on it. They accumulate. Yeah, because they figured they didn't want to have to make us go to school for an extra, like, four days. So they did that. But Wisconsin's very bipolar when it comes yeah. to winter. Oh, my God. Just weather in general. Yeah, I don't. We get, like, I, I, we, it's like some, like some winters it's really cold. Some winters there's a lot of snow. It's not either or. No. I mean, it's not both. It's either or. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, this week's been a long week. I'll, I'll be honest with you. 
It has. It's just been like mentally like draining. Yeah, I did. Well, as we were speaking, I got an email that I'm responding to while we're talking. Um, I got an email asking if I could go ahead and help, uh, help be partners with another person that missed class last this last Monday. And I said, sure, but I didn't think I was going to have to do the whole assignment again. I only had to do part of it. I have to do the whole assignment twice. <sighs> the project. It's a project. Can't you just, like, copy and paste it? No, because we got different prompts for both of them. Yeah. Mm, it's mm, But, mm. hey, I guess that's what Lord happens. Has- that's what, exactly what I'm doing after we recorded this is probably that. But, hey, no, no other than that, it's been. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. Other than that, it's been pretty all right. I feel like I'm getting, like, antsy for Thanksgiving break to have that week off. Yeah, just a solid. Just a solid, solid chill, dude. Oh, my. Hey, coming in clutch, my instructor, my instructor said that the Tuesday class that we we're supposed to have that Thanksgiving week, he said that he's canceling oh. it because he's not going to be there. Is that the one you were telling me about earlier? Yeah, he's canceling it. He said he doesn't want to put people through that. That is super clutch. I um, I gotta look and see when mine like really starts. I gotta look into that. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm just ready for a quick break, week break, get out of Dodge for a while. But yeah, I don't. I don't. Has, what? Have you seen that TikTok? I don't know how viral it's gotten. So I don't know if you've seen it. It's this girl who um. Doing like a parody, okay. where uh, of the, oh how does it go? I don't understand. Why can't you wait for okay, me? Okay, yeah. You know that one. Okay, yeah. And then she's like, "It's so cringy. It's so cringy." <laughs> I almost don't want to repeat it. Oh, oh my this god! Is TikTok deep. is so wild. We had this conversation yesterday. Uh, Matt and I did about how TikTok girls be looking like they're in their third twenties and thirties when they're nineteen, yeah. eighteen. It's wild, but she's like, "I don't understand, kid, why you just can't play Fortnite with me." <laughs> it's like it's like the TikTok that came out where it's like number one victory royale. Yeah, Fortnite, we about to get down, get down. And you know the sad part about that is that we we all know all the lyrics to that. Yeah, and that's what TikTok does to us. It just floods us with remembering <clears throat> things. Oh my god. But the worst part about it is at the end she says clout, but she goes god. She's like, Clout. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Dude, I'm gonna have to you. It's so bad. Like her entire page is like all around how she she's goaded at Fortnite and has a bunch of clout because that's how she says it in like all her videos she's like clout <laughs> wait can we get another one for the memories clout <laughs> there's, there's this other tiktoker named Max Drexler he was like super popular for like two minutes and then kind of fell off Um, he's made a couple tiktoks like geeking over her because he like I... he stitched, he stitched one, and he just kind of let it play, and then he this is, this is this is you don't even have to see this is you just have to hear. I'll, I'll reenact the video. It's all audio. Just this is this was it. So it cuts, 
and he kind of smiles and then he goes Clout. dude that just sounds so cringy bro i'm gonna have to edit this yo i i'll tell you what i go i don't go on tiktok a whole lot anymore but when i do go on tiktok i have like i have a lot of like tattoo tiktok accounts that i follow and they just give me ideas just to tat up my body and i'm like yes um, I'm on TikTok all the time, way more than I shouldn't be. It's actually probably an addiction. I should get it checked out. Um, but I, uh, I want several tattoos. I want, um, right underneath my elbow joint. I don't know what that's called. My is it called I'm the elbow joint? Sure, it's just called your elbow joint. On my left arm, right underneath my elbow joint. I'm going for. As you guys know, I'm in school, and I'm going to be a, a history teacher. And my favorite era in history is American history. I love American history so much. And so right below my elbow joint, I want 1776, because that's when the year we became a country. Um, and then on my left bicep, uh, growing up, my mom and I, our, like, our song, quote-unquote, was unwritten by Natasha Springs, okay. or Bettingfield, you know? And so I want the chorus in her in my mom's handwriting on my left bicep. Today is where your book begins. The rest is still unwritten. Um, and then I want, I want to get a matching tattoo with my, my brother, um, something more, really, and Matt, your Wi-Fi is bad. Um, okay, Matt, you're back. Matt is back. So after what? your your Wi-Fi, what about it? What happened? Um, we well us as a podcast, uh, we heard about nothing after you explained your uh, elbow tat. So you might as well go after that. Oh, should I locate to a more remote location? You can if you want. Well, I just don't want to happen again. I fumbled the bag, y'all. Yeah, I, I'll keep it a stack with you guys that's listening. I am too busy this week to edit this enough to where I cut that part out. So it's staying in. So, I uh, fumbled the bag on that one. That's my bad. I will I will remove, I'll, I'll move myself to maybe a location that does me some more favors. But anyways, um, so you heard about the 1776 tattoo? Correct. Oh no, you're smiling. That's not good. Keep talking. So the 1776 tattoo, and then I want like growing up, my mom and I, our song was underwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. And so I want the chorus in her handwriting. Today is where your book begins. The rest is still unwritten. I want that on my left bicep. Um, and then I want a matching tattoo with my brother, something Marvel related, um, cause him and I both really like that. And we have bonded heavily over that. Um, and then, um, I want another one on my right bicep that, um, 
And I don't know if I want this one anymore just because it used to hold a lot of weight in my life, uh, but not so much anymore. Um, not because it's not true, but just because, like, it's a quote and it, it served its purpose. And now, you know, <laughs> anyways, um, but it says, if you don't heal your wounds, you'll bleed on people that never cut you. Um, that quote helped me, excuse me, when I was down bad recently. Um, and then I want, I want a lot of tattoos. I want a, so my dad, his favorite artist is Prince. And my aunt who recently passed away also really loves Prince. And so I want to get like a cloud with raindrops coming down from it. But the raindrops are colored in purple. So it looks like purple rain, which is one of Prince's like most popular songs like ever. Um, so my aunt and like a collaboration with my dad i want that one and yeah there's just a lot but i need to get some gall and um actually go do it because i'm a big baby when it comes to pain pain and i do not get along you know so i'm just nervous about that aspect before i continue if you guys hear matt a lot of the time uh well, no, I think I resolved it, but I've been having mic issues this past, like, three minutes. Um, I don't know what it is, but I figured it out for now, and I'm not going to try to move. Um, But basically, since we're on the tattoo subject, I have one tattoo already. Um, So basically, you can't see it. You guys can't see it, but it's a wristband tattoo. It's got, like, a little, like a little wristband around it, and it says create yourself because create yourself. I stood by, like, all my life, like, you're the one that should create, like, your own life, and you're the one that should define who you are and stuff, and then, and then I want another one that's in uh, honor of my, uh, one of my best childhood friends that's in the Marines, uh, he went to Afghanistan, I'm gonna get a dog tag of him, um, connected to my wristband as, like, a sleeve kind of part, and then the one last big one I want to get for now is a butterfly, that wraps around, I want butterflies that wrap, wrap around, around my leg. And the reason why because of that is because, is because I look at it this way. Love is like, but like a butterfly. If you go ahead and go try to chase love, then that butterfly is going to fly away. You're not attracting it because you're chasing it too much. Now, what happens if you stay still and you let things kind of take its course, let life go? And that butterfly is going to eventually come back to you and interact with you. So if you go ahead and that's the same aspect of love, if you wait, then love will come to you. Mm -hmm. Don't go chase love because that ends in kind of either mentally kind of like shattering yourself or a toxic relationship. So that's why I want to get the butterfly tattoo. I think that has a pretty valid meaning. And then, mm -hmm. and then, oh, and then the last tattoo is going to be something like on my, um, probably on my forearm, like the back of my forearm. And it's, I can't really explain the design because it's currently in the works from somebody right now. But it's like, it's the definite, the design is the definition of having enough friends, but you feel so alone still. Ooh, I've so, seen, I've seen tattoo designs like that, that like visually represent like certain mental illnesses yeah, so I'm gonna like be OCD or depression or you know yeah 
I think that kind of falls in that same category of like visualizing something that, or, or not visualizing, but like creating a visual representation of something you cannot see. It's a good talking point too. Cause like, I love tattoos that have purpose and someone's like, yo, what's that tattoo about? I'm not going to get, I, I don't judge people that get tattoos for fun, but I'm going to get tattoos that mean no. something to me. Um, yeah. And like yeah, yeah. Matt and I had valid reasons why we want these tattoos, but like, I can't wait to get these tattoos. I am gonna have to get it when when I have enough time in my schedule to get it. But I wanna get those tattoos. Um shifting on to a, a different a different subject. I I I've been like itching to ask this. Uh oh. So we come to Christmas, right? So uh-huh. you, we come we're going we're we're coming to Christmas, right? We're coming to Christmas, got it. So we're on our way yeah. to Christmas. Do you, do you personally like hot chocolate with or without marshmallows? I think marshmallows are way overrated. Something so simple yet so controversial. I um. Here's my thing on marshmallows in the hot cocoa. Is if you have the marshmallows in the hot cocoa, first of all, they got to be mini. We're not putting okay, chunks so yeah, in. If there, if there is marshmallows, Matt does have a point. They have to be small. They can't be large. If if you're putting biggers, big ones in there, you got an issue. Yeah, like we're mint. talking anything lo- like larger than like a nickel, like a nickel size marshmallow. Yeah. Like even av- like I'm like I'm talking like average size, normal size marshmallows. I'm calling big because, you know, you just consider the circumstance. Those things are going to be rather large. Many. Yeah. I think putting marshmallows in your hot chocolate adds a unique perspective. The only problem is that if you're going to put marshmallows in your hot chocolate, you got to guzzle down that cocoa because then the marshmallows melt and it causes some problems. And if you're able to drink it fast enough, I think it adds a good, it's like a good garnish, you know? And um, the, th- the thing is about that, is the fact that I'm not the type of person to guzzle down hot chocolate. Like, I'm drinking hot chocolate. Like it, okay, first of all, the hot chocolate has to be, like, nice and rich. Like, it's got to be, like, yeah. bussing with sweetness. And second of all, I want that because I like I like to take my time on hot chocolate. I don't know why it's just hot chocolate, but I, I can spend, like, if I have, like, a 24-ounce, like, cup of it, so that's probably, that's a that's a pretty big size. Pretty decent, um, yeah. Pretty decent size. I can probably drink on that for like forty five minutes in a in like a thermos in a thermos type of deal where it's still hot. Here's my thing. And this goes for all drinks, all foods, right? When you like something, right, it gives you like dopamine and serotonin, right? The the like the feel good chemicals in your brain. So the way my mind operates is so if I'm eating something good, if I'm sipping something great, and it's giving me those feel good chemicals, I'm gonna want them, right? I, mean, I want to feel good. So if I have something that I like food, beverage, I'm eating, I'm drinking quick, I'm slurping it down because then it gives me my feel good chemicals quicker and I feel good quicker. Do, do you ever. <laughs> 
you ever like after you're done working out or something or doing like an activity and you haven't drink like like you haven't really had any drink of like water or something and you just have like you just guzzle down that water and you're just like a- after you're done guzzling it down you're like ah, like that's so good right here ready it, it's it's this one right here i got my water right here it, it's the it's the We both just <sighs> we both just took a drink of water, so that was. Oh, that was I don't know. Now I don't know if y'all. Can... <laughs> I think something even more controversial is the talk of: Would you rather have apple cider or hot chocolate? Okay, I hate apple cider. Hate it. Absolutely despise apple cider. I used to despise apple cider as well. I only had it on a handful of occasions when I was like 10 years old, right? But I did not like apple cider until I reached the ripe age of 19. I'm going to college. At my university, there's this like coffee house in the basement of one of the, the, the in one of the buildings. Okay. Me and a couple friends, we go down to the brew house, right? It's fall. My friend looks at me. She's like, the apple cider here is really good. I'm like, apple cider's Excuse me, it's cheeks. I don't like apple ciders. She goes, but you've never had campus's apple cider. I go, hmm, okay, intriguing. So I order one. It was called the Huntsman, Huntsman, something along those lines. When I tell you this thing tasted like caramelized apple juice in the most beautiful way possible, I mean that. When I tell you I got three more in the same week, I mean that. That apple cider was so good it would make a grown man cry. I nah. Does all apple cider taste like that? I don't know. Haven't gotten that far. So right now I say hot cocoa. But if we're talking brew house apple cider versus hot cocoa, I'm taking the brew house apple cider every day of the week. See, and that's the thing. I love apple juice, but I can't get myself wrapped around the fact that I'm drinking it hot. I tried it plenty of times. And I Yeah. I gotta... I gotta, I gotta expand my horizons and, and, and try more apple ciders, but same thing with the uh, eggnog. <gasps> no. I hate eggnog. Do not disrespect eggnog. It's so gross. No, no. Okay, so if any of you are listening to this right now, I am now taking applications for a new co-host on the podcast Chit Chats with Matt and Blank. Um, you can hit me on my socials. Um, interview right, process. So this is well, where we... the episode's gonna end, guys. It was nice having having some time with you guys. We I... Seven episodes in, and it looks like I'm leaving. I cannot believe you just disrespected eggnog. Eggnog is the essence of the holidays. The holidays begin with that first good, creamy, rich sip of Kemp's golden eggnog. No, but okay. My my okay. This is my definition of like the holiday season starting, and this is not talking snow. Um, I think the official time that like the holiday season starts up is when I start driving around town and I'm seeing these Christmas lights going up, and I'm like, "Yo, these houses look fire." I was on B earlier today, and if you're from where we're from, you know exactly where I'm at. And I was passing Reinhardt, so I was heading... I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and there was 
there was because I'm in town. I'm in town for a wedding right now, and there was a house that already. It was this small house, deep, and it barely caught my eye. I was I was kind of going, and I had to like do a double take. I was like, "Yo," but a house already has Christmas lights up. It's so crazy, but like, so <clears throat> down in Milwaukee, that's where my family's from, and they have um, what is it, Candy Cane Lane or whatever down there, and we went down there and candy. So if you guys don't know what Candy Cane Lane is, it's basically like a dedicated like basically set of streets <clears throat> and that you drive down during like the Christmas holiday and every house, they have like a contest basically to see what the best house is like decoration wise. And it's so fire. It's so cool. I grew up near Milwaukee. I grew up about 30 minutes away from Milwaukee. My, my dad grew up a lot closer to Milwaukee. And so when I tell you, growing up, every year, we went we went there. Um, and the the the, the guys running the like donations across the middle would give us coin candy, like the gold coin looking like thing, but it's actually chocolate. We'd get one of those. My dad would give him like five bucks, and we just sit there in awe. Sometimes we'd walk it depending on the weather, you know, and we just in awe. Just yeah, because yeah. that's where a lot of my family is from, and beautiful. When we went down there, it's so cool. Those people are so dedicated. So Every house is just decked out and stuff. It's so cool to see. There's this little suburb down down where I grew up, and it's on. It's kind of like Kinderberg. I'm pretty sure. It's if you keep going on Pilgrim past the plaza, it's been quite a while since I've been over there, so I might be wrong. But there's this little like U subdivision off of Pilgrim that it's like seven houses that are just totally geeked from head to toe. And there's this one that like is clearly better than the rest. Like all of them are good, but this one is like like top notch. I mean, it is. It's like, it's like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers amongst a bunch of Ryan Tannehills. Ryan Tannehill's pretty good, right? But he's no, he's no Aaron Rodgers. He's no Tom Brady, right? So speaking of, of which, we got Jordan Love on the on the starting oh lineup this week. We get to see the number one, our number one draft pick off of last year's draft. Oh, that was two years ago. Was it two years? That was last year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, so we get well, to I think see, it was see now we get. I thought they picked them up this year because of the talks of Aaron Rodgers leaving. Mm, no, because drafting Jordan Love was one of the reasons why Aaron Rodgers was mad at the front office because he wasn't involved in that decision. They just they didn't even tell him he was there. They were going to draft Jordan Love. They just drafted him. Anyways, we get to see. <laughs> <laughs> we get to see Jordan Love um, perform on Saturday against a really bad Chiefs defense. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. Um, so with some more talks in the NFL uh, industry, um, former Henry uh, Ruggs. Uh, former receiver of the Las Vegas Raiders, um, 
Henry Ruggs got into a fatal car wreck that caused, uh, and unfortunately caused a, a female to die. Um, basically crashed into He didn't die. Yeah, he didn't die. He crashed into the car. A car started on the fire, and yeah. So then they finally, they finally announced that they're they officially released him. Yep. Um. Today, um, Derek I Carr. Was... Derek Carr actually had some words saying that he's going to support Henry Ruggs no matter what. And I was like, Oh. I was like, knowing <laughs> knowing the caliber of what happened, and knowing that it was his fault. What? Why? I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, he was going. I mean, the man was going 125 miles per hour. He was two times over the legal limit. Um, I just, I guess, I'm not making excuses. I'm trying to create explanations. Um, I think maybe where Derek Carr is coming from is that like when you drink, right? When you start drinking, you don't ever plan on doing something as drastic as that. But when the alcohol starts to take over. And you're thinking with the booze and not your head, right? Then, then you end up in situations like this. Uh, again, I'm not making I'm not making excuses. I'm trying to create explanations. And so I'm thinking my the only way that I can think of, uh, the only reason I can think of on why Derek Carr would say that is like maybe that's his mentality, is that it wasn't Henry who made that decision and, and did that, but it was it was the booze because I mean he was two times over the legal limit. Yeah, this is unfortunate because he was actually doing pretty good. This was his second year pro too, so that's really. I thought it was. I thought he was in the league a lot longer than that. I thought he was in the league for like five, seven years. No, he's been in the. He went to OSU, I believe, and then got drafted two years ago. Oh, I thought he went to Bama because there's that picture of that. See, and that's oh, why I was like, thinking too. But I thought that was OSU. You know what I'm talking about? Where him? Well, who was that? Uh, Deontay Smith. 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 They're doing that like between the leg, jumping between the leg, like high five thing. Because they did it, they did it in their Bama jerseys and then they did it in their respected pro jerseys as well. I I, um, It it sucks to see, but. Honestly, maybe one of the saddest part about the whole thing is that the chick's dog died too. No. Yeah, that. That's it's really unfortunate for both sides of the um spectrum, but putting going on some a uh, little better of a topic. Packers are number one in our division. Um, seven and one. Number one, seven and one. I guess we'll see what happens Sunday. Also, uh, the NFC North is just besides us is just like trash, anyways. Yeah, I think the best record after us is the Cardinals going six and two. Who do the who else do the Cardinals lose to? I don't know who they lost to. Wait, no, 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 no. They they're lost seven. to us. So they're 7-1. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, Derek good. Henry is out um, indefinitely oh with a foot injury. They drafted. They, they drafted, or drafted. They signed A.B., uh, Adrian Peterson. Um, looks yep. like uh, Jacob. Nicholas or whatever. It's really weird. It looks like he'll be the starting running back with um, AP as their uh, third down or like backup running back. Um, Right now... I think I picked up AP in one of my leagues because I thought they were going to turn to him instead of the... Yeah, they didn't end up turning to him. Backup, not... 
I uh, didn't. I'm I not guess putting it's going to be interesting mostly. against the Rams defense. Can you believe the Rams okay. are ranked fourth okay. in power rankings? Yeah. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I can see it. It's unbelievable. Oh, I'm well, sorry. Yeah. You, the Rams have the number one defense in the league, and you cannot convince me otherwise. They do. They have Von Miller now. Exactly. I it I, I it was a toss up between you know, but then they picked up Von Miller, and that's I mean that's a wrap. I mean you have Aaron Donald and Von Miller on the pass rush. Jalen Ramsey out. Who was the other? Oh shoot, I'm kicking myself. Isn't there like a fourth powerhouse that they have? I don't I'm really just... stay followed up on defenses. I thought um, they had one more like juggernaut. But yeah, they gotta. They basically are building a super team. Even though that uh, Von Miller's past his prime, he is still averaging like ten sacks so a season. So that's also good. though. But like, we said the same thing about. Wasn't the same thing being said about Matthew Stafford? No, I think Matthew Stafford. Uh, what do you mean, Matthew State? That, like they Matthew people. I, I what I what I anticipated was. No, what I said when he went to L.A., I said this before he even played, is that Matthew Stafford is going to do good because he was with a really bad organization that didn't know how to use him. Yes, I think that's what we... I think. So that's what that that's... happened. Um, I'm checking right now. Uh, As we're speaking, fourth quarter no. just started in the Colts-Jets game. The Colts are winning 42-16. to Um, Right now, that's no. good. that is good for me. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going off. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has two rushing TDs, um, has 172 rushing yards on 18 attempts. Um, so, I mean, he's on track for 200 right now, 200 rushing yards if because the fourth quarter did just start. They do not have Vaughn Miller. On the NFL app, they do not have Vaughn Miller on the depth chart yet. I just think that it's because he didn't play yet. Yeah, because I'm looking. Let's see here. They got, yeah, because they got this other guy from Denver, who isn't a. I mean, his picture's in a Denver uniform. Justin Hollins, linebacker. Yeah, so there's a lot of things happening in the league this week in terms of injuries and whatnot. Uh, Kyle Murray, um, might not be able to play. Didn't practice this week, or he didn't practice today. <laughs> Um, so I have him, which is very bad, but I do have Baker Mayfield at backup, and then I did pick up Jordan Love just in case. I want I, to change uh, my mind. What do you think about the, 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 the OBJ drama? I don't know if I even heard it. Um, so, um, OBJ's dad, uh-huh. um, posted um this like huge post about how like you know you're not throwing to my son and you know OB you know OBJ's open all the time but you know Baker isn't giving him the targets he deserves and yada 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 and and, and uh he was excused from practice what was it Monday and then it, a statement came out that Kevin Stefanski said that you know Basically, he said to the rest of the team, "Oh, that was on the team, but pretend like he hasn't." Dang. 
Yeah, and so Odell is not on good terms with Cleveland. Because, like, I mean, obviously Odell's going to back up his dad. I mean, like, yeah, y'all ain't using me right, which I don't think it's necessarily a stretch. That's unfortunate. He had a lot of potential until he just had to get way too cocky. I think – I don't think that he – could ever live up to the full potential that we thought he had, but I think we don't necessarily give him enough credit because he has been misusing Cleveland. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So, I, I think know. it's the same thing. Baker Mayfield's overrated. He is. We thought, you know. The, I thought let's be honest. Year, let's be honest. Who's carrying the team? Who was carrying the team? It was Najee Harris and Nick Chubb. I thought they, um, I thought Pittsburgh drafted Najee Harris. Or, you mean Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt, yeah, Kareem Hunt and Chubb are carrying the, the team right now. (laughs) I'm not. I'm gonna admit, I'm not locked in right now. I'm very exhausted and I'm very tired. I can tell. I can tell you're like. But I'm all. I'm. I'm chilling right now. Um. No, but I don't know. There's so many. There's so many players that we thought would have had so much potential, but are ending up to be straight bust. Like, you mean if, like in general this season? I'd say like the past like three years. Um, I thought. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna go off Baker. I think Baker exceeded my expectations, and then now, so like I like raised my hopes and my standards for him. And then now he's not reaching that, reaching that mark anymore. It's like that's disappointing. Same thing with Antonio Brown. If he would have never left the Steelers and would have never caused the drama that he did, I guarantee you'd be one of the best players in the NFL. Oh yeah, but also, I saw this thing where like it said like Antonio Brown was right the entire time, because now Pittsburgh is falling apart, and then all that 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 stuff with John Gruden. Uh, I I know I I think that's really just a coincidence. No, I didn't necessarily say I agreed with. Yeah, that. I just I personally think it's a coincidence. I but I think if he would have stayed with the Steelers, I think they would have been. I think they Antonio Brown would could have been considered one of the best receivers in the league still. He, but he I was say he was at one point. But he sold himself, of course, because he wanted the money. Same thing with Zeke Elliott. He wanted the money and sells himself. Zeke is not – he is not the rusher that – Everybody drafts him so high every year with the anticipation he's going to do so good, but he doesn't do good. He's not – he does not perform uh, at the level that people say. I mean, he's not a bad running back. No, he's not. But they obviously no. have more passing than they do. They have Amari, Amari Cooper, they have C.D. Lamb, and then they have a rookie, I believe, on the – C.D. – I think some more respect needs to be put on C.D.'s name, but – CD Amari Cooper's the leading receiver on the team. CD Lamb's not too far behind. I think CD Lamb's got more touchdowns than Amari Cooper, but Amari Cooper's got more yards. But they got a good offensive core. Dak Prescott, I think, is back in this week. Um, can yep, you believe? I, yep. Can you believe that the that they won? That the Cowboys won this week. What's the dude's oh, they name? They had who was? It was something Cooper. Oh yeah, yeah. Never oh, played gosh, an saw... NFL snap or whatever. Um, I saw this thing. It was this meme. It was a picture of Cooper Rush, 
and it was it said Cooper Rush looks like he was casted to play in a movie about or Cooper Rush was casted to play Carson Wentz in a movie about Carson Wentz. <laughs> that makes <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. I know that there's something going on because I think the Jets also had uh, I think the Jets also had a backup quarterback play for them last week. I thought Flacco took snaps last week. Um, and a better put a thousand dollars saying that this dude was gonna be it was yeah. gonna be the the passing leader, um, the passing leader that week. The dude makes fifty k a game check. The quarterback makes fifty k a game check, and the better won one hundred and twenty five k off the bet. Five thousand, dude. NFL fans this year are just cashing out. So dude turns a a G into one hundred twenty five grand. Homeboy gets Tom Brady's six hundredth touchdown pass. Ends up getting season tickets for the rest of this year and next year. Mike Evans game worn cleats. Uh, Brady's giving him a Bitcoin valued at like six grand. He's got, like, I don't know the exact number, but he's got, like, a crap ton of store credit so he can, like, ball out in merch. I'm pretty sure he got Tom Brady's helmet. Um, A signed football by Tom. I'm pretty sure he also got a signed football by Tom Brady. This dude that made that bet? No, the dude. Remember uh, 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 Tom Brady threw his 600th touchdown pass to Mike Evans, and Mike Evans didn't realize that. Oh, and he tossed it. He tossed it. And he gave it to the fan. Yeah. And then... They were like, oh, shoot, like, that was Tom's 600th. And Mike was like, <gasps> he did, like, the home alone hands. He starts freaking out. And Tom was like, I want that ball. And so facilities went to the guy, and we were like, I'm going to need that ball back. And he was like, stoink. And he wasn't going to give it to him. And then facilities were like, we really need that ball back. And he's like, you're really not getting it. And then so facilities went back, conjured up a, a, a deal, and then homeboy sold his soul to the devil to give up the, the ball. Sold his soul to the devil. Yep. So. No, but I. Man. Yeah. Everything in the NFL, any life in general, is just going crazy. Um. Oh, stupid. Before we end this episode, I wanted to bring something up uh, to you guys real quick. Well, first, I think we've hit 140 all-time plays uh, with our podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Um. Boom, so thank you boom, for that. Boom. And we I'm gonna give. And I want to give a really, really brief announcement that you guys may be excited for. We're in the process of something a little spicy around Christmas. So stay tuned for that. Some things in terms of recording for camp, recording for YouTube might be coming into play. So we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and see what happens with that. I'm excited. This is in the process right now, and it looks like it's going pretty smoothly. But... Other than that, you got anything else to say, man? Uh, peace, love, and happiness. Make sure you eat a couple meals a day, drink plenty of water, take care of yourself. Life's tough, but you're tougher. You got this. There we go. All right, guys. Catch you all next week. We have a special guest next week, so stay tuned for yes, that. I'm excited for that. And with that, you I all have well. a great night, great rest of your weekend. Stay safe, and I'll catch you all next week.